All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 27th of February. Here's everything that you need to know. The big story. Paytm founder and chief executive officer Vijay Shekhar Sharma has resigned from the board of Paytm Payments Bank, according to an exchange filing that was sent out yesterday. He was a part-time non-executive chairman and board member for the bank. In addition, 197 Communications has also withdrawn its nominee, Bhavesh Gupta, from the bank's board as a director and board member. Currently, he is the president and chief operating officer of PTM. According to sources that spoke to NDTV Profit, the new board has been brought in to focus solely on compliance and to bring the bank out of the issues with the RBI. It would adopt a zero-tolerance policy. There would also be a complete decoupling with parent PTM except for the capital component. Now, in the wake of regulatory action against Paytm Payments Bank, the finance minister chaired a meeting with representatives of the fintech ecosystem yesterday and one of the major suggestions was regular monthly meetings between the RBI and the fintech industry. The finance minister urged the central bank and other regulators to earmark one day a month to meet startup entities and fintech firms to help the latter air concerns. Now, turning to news on the government, it has achieved 80% of its capital expenditure outlay as of early February and is on track to meet its revised outlay. That's a source-based story by NDCV Profit. Government capital expenditure was revised downwards for FY24 from 10 lakh crore to 9.5 lakh crore. The capital expenditure target for FY25, meanwhile, has been set at 11.1 lakh crore. Turning to other news, the Securities and Exchange Board of India has said that the SL Group chairman, Subhash Chandra, is not cooperating with its investigations and has been continuously seeking more time. During a hearing on Chandra's appeal to stay an August 2023 SEBI order at the Securities Appellate Tribunal yesterday, a counsel for SEBI said that the businessman has been repeatedly seeking additional time to furnish documents that have been sought from him. Now, more news in the financial space. Relegare Finvest, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Relegare Enterprises, has cleared all its debts with the external lenders and as a result has re- resolved key legacy issues. This has made the company free from any external debt with no subsisting default. That's according to a statement that was sent out yesterday. This comes after the State Bank of India struck down Relegare Finvest from its central fraud registry um, or rather the database of the Central Fraud Registry in January after an order from the Delhi High Court. It could mean the start of a fresh lending business for Relegaf Invest. Now, in other news, Adani Defence and Aerospace has inaugurated two facilities to manufacture ammunition and missiles in Kanpur, 
yesterday. They are South Asia's largest such facilities and will produce high-quality small, medium and large-caliber ammunition for the armed forces, paramilitary forces and police. The facilities have started rolling out small-caliber ammunition, starting with 150 million rounds, estimated at 25% of India's annual requirement, according to a statement that was sent out by the Adani Group. A standard disclaimer here, NDTV Profit is part of the NDTV Group, which is owned by the Adani Group. Turning to international markets now, U.S. stocks were muted at the start of the week. That will be dominated by economic data releases. Market watchers there in the U.S. are looking forward to the latest reading on the Fed's favoured inflation gauge and also the one on core personal consumption expenditures price index. Meanwhile, the Bitcoin has risen to the highest in more than two years, climbing above the $54,000 mark amid growing optimism that persistent investor demand through exchange-traded funds will drive the price of the largest cryptocurrency back to record levels. And it's a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region with two of the three early rises starting lower. The Japanese Nikkei continues to rise. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Um, you know, the world markets are quiet um, and, and, and no surprise there because the Dow has had two, three days of a strong move. Uh, and as post that, uh, we've had a bit of a pullback, if you will. Don't even call it a pullback. It's actually a very, very flat kind of a move. Uh, there is some strength in other other asset classes, oil markets have inched up a little bit, maybe on possible shipping disruptions. The real story is in Bitcoin, which is now nearing 55,000, which is the highest level since December 2021. So if an asset class is worth watching out for, it is crypto and Bitcoin in particular. Asian markets are starting off a mixed bag. Um, Japanese stocks are in a, in a party of their own. So they continue doing what they are doing, but that's effectively um, uh, the the thing that Indian markets have to contend with. And for India, if you just look at the daily charts, right, it's like consecutive small body candles in technical parlance. So you, you're not having a very large move either direction and therefore very, very small intraday moves as well. So fairly subdued trading activity, if you will. I was looking at some FNO data and the long short position from FIIs has come off after five consecutive days. So that's to be kept in mind as well. Options activity on the bank nifty actually suggests a very tight range of 46,500 to 47,000 based on the call and put data. So that's to be kept in mind. And remember yesterday we spoke about how IT's found some significant shorts and that index cracked on expected lines. But what was disconcerting was the kind of pullback in metals. Everybody is working with how metal stocks may actually do well on the China reopening piece. The Chinese markets had gained 4% yesterday and metal stocks and metal prices as well, iron ore, etc. just cracked in trade yesterday. So that's a bit disconcerting for pulls. Now, within all of that landscape, therefore, bottom-up stock picking remains the key thing to watch. Uh, the first uh, stock on my radar today is Paytm. Vijay Shekhar Sharma has quit as the Paytm Payments Bank chairman. And apparently, uh, Paytm is likely to work with four banks on UPI transactions as well. The stock has had a, 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 a pullback of sorts from the lows. 
could be interesting to see how it reacts today. Frankly, difficult for almost anybody to predict what Paytm would do on any given day. The stock currently has a mind of its own and just bringing out the news without trying to predict uh, what the stock could do based on the news because it's really difficult. What is easy is to predict that CMS info systems could have a small downtick today. Now, why is that so? Because promoter Sion Investment Holdings will sell up to 26% stake via a large trade worth 1500 crores. The floor price is at a discount of 9.5% to the previous close. Uh, and that uh, uh, is, a, you know, normally you argue that if the stock is well subscribed uh, in the block deal, then the stock could do well. Somehow, just the quantum of sale and the discount seems to suggest that the stock will start off lower and possibly stay lower. I may be wrong, but I don't think uh, that the stock will uh, can recover really from such a large trade at such a heavy discount. So you might see a bit of a dull day of trading for CMS Info. And Andhra Cement's uh, Sagar Cement will sell up to 5% stake via OFS at a floor price of 90 rupees per share. Not as steep a discount, but watch out for this one too. Um, not too much else in terms of um, stocks in news. PowerMake Projects has gotten some orders, so that's to be kept in mind. There are some stocks like Paisalo Digital, etc., which will be in focus because of the uh, bulky or uh, fundraising plans that they have announced today or will be announced today, so that's to be watched out for. And some key brokerage calls include a city note on Indus Towers when they've retained a buy and hike the target price to 320 from a 265 earlier. Effectively, the Vodafone fundraise today can they say can drive further upside which of course brings Vodafone into focus as well and Bharti Etri into focus so today and tomorrow could well be telecom days as well. Um, Motila Loswal has an initiating coverage report on Cello World with a price target of 1100 which is about a 36% upside so watch out for that. Havels has been raised to a buy at Goldman with a price target of 1660 and Dixon and Whirlpool have been cut to underperform at Jefferies. Uh, maybe 9-10% downsides. So watch out for those as well. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 